From COK Studios in Diane Reem's rec room, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the increasing number of elderly Americans and how to care for them. We'll also consider the debut album of the new boy band, New Dimension, in our music series, Consider the Sound. And we'll consider who keeps putting their garbage in my recycling bin. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Nationwide Insurance. Where are your kids? They're probably dead, but they wouldn't be if you had Nationwide Insurance. Nationwide, your kids have died. And Wetflix, the new streaming pornography channel from Netflix. Subscribe to see new seasons of How I Met Your Milf, Brown is the New Pink, and the classic baseball film Anal in the Outfield. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. The largest age group in America, the baby boomers, is getting older. This year, 4 million people in America will turn 65. The baby boom generation is reaching retirement age at the rate of 10,000 people per day. This means that by the year 2050, 27 million Americans will need some form of long-term care or assistance. The average nursing home stay for a private room is about $87,000 per year, which would mean many Americans would not be able to afford those needed services. Dr. Maurice Tyler is author of the new book, That's a Whole Lot of Old People, and is working on a way to create a system that will work for all of America's elderly citizens. He joins us here in the studio. Dr. Tyler, welcome. I'm happy to be with you. Now, you see the growing number of elderly Americans as a real problem. Why? Well, we are grossly under-equipped to deal with the huge numbers of rapidly aging people in this country. Home health care workers are underpaid, nursing homes are expensive, and most importantly, old people are scary. Now, why do you say that? Because they are. They, they smell weird. They have small bodies with loose, splotchy skin. They have trouble seeing and hearing. They say random racist things. They like strange, odd-tasting food like liver and onions and tapioca. They also have fake teeth and artificial body parts like hips, knees, pacemakers, and they're sometimes hooked up to weird machines with tubes that go in any number of holes. Bottom line, they freak people out. It's like a monster movie. Now, isn't that just part of getting old? Yes, it is. And it's very, very scary. The biggest problem facing old people is that younger people are afraid of them. The main focus of my book is to try and get people to overcome their fears of the elderly. Once they do, old people will hopefully get the kind of care and attention they deserve. I know that when I'm old and scary, I'll want some kind of elder care, but unless some younger person is willing to deal with the weird smells and sounds coming out of my body, I'll be in rough shape. So how do you suggest people confront their fears of older people? Get to know them. It won't be hard at the rate this country is aging, so find an old person and become their friend. If we try and understand more about what getting old is like, we hopefully won't be as afraid and can actually help them. I've always been a proponent of facing your fears, so go hang out with some senior citizens, ask them questions about why they smell that way, why they need that tube or ointment, and what that weird old cup on their nightstand is for, stuff like that. Won't that approach just make people more fearful? It could have that effect, yes. But in the book, I encourage old people to repeatedly tell younger folks that this will be you someday. 
hopefully that fear will scare them into helping the current crop of elderly people. So what do you hope will happen out of these scare tactics? I think it'll create an environment where we can talk openly about aging in America, and that it will lead to programs that will help affordably care for all of our most frightening old people. The elderly should be isolated from the rest of society because they are so off-putting, but in order to get the resources necessary to isolate them in comfort, we first have to embrace their skeletal, hunched-over little bodies. I see. Fear is our most powerful tool. We just have to use it. Knowing deep down that we will probably be in a wheelchair someday ranting about how the nurses stealing our social security checks will help us sympathize and create meaningful change for our system of elder care. That's a somewhat appalling assessment, Dr. Tyler. Yes. Yes, it is. That was Dr. Maurice Tyler, author of the book, That's a Whole Lot of Old People. Boy bands just keep cropping up, and fans seem to follow them. The young men of One Direction are still as popular as ever with teenage girls, while women in their 30s and 40s are flocking to see the Backstreet Boys and the New Kids on the Block, who are both back on tour promoting new albums. In our music series, Consider the Sound, we're profiling the latest boy band on the scene, New Dimension. They're hoping that their poppy love songs and sexy dance moves will make them the biggest threat to the guys in One Direction. I sat down with Cody, Derek, Jimmy, Dylan, and Vince, who are in the middle of their tour. Guys, thank you for taking the time to talk with us here on Consider the Sound. Oh, we're happy to be here. For the people who don't know you, let's just take a second and have you introduce yourselves. Hey guys, I'm Cody. I'm the pretty one with the high voice that all the girls love. I'm Derek. I'm the handsome one with a not very good voice who older women find attractive. Hi, I'm Jimmy. I'm the stylish one with the best dance moves who will probably turn out to be gay. Hey there, I'm Dylan. I'm the bland and non-threatening one that most people forget about. In fact, I only have 17 followers on Twitter. 18! I just followed you. Thanks, bro. Yo, I'm Vince. I'm the bad boy. I have facial hair and tattoos, and I'm obviously a lot older than the rest of these guys. New Dimension is managed by longtime music producer and manager, Bernie Goldman. His other acts include the Morty Kleinman Experience, Gonad, and the Mexican Beach Boys, Los Hijos de la Playa. But he's hoping that New Dimension will be bigger than all of them. Now, a lot of people say that boy bands have an artificial feel because most times they're brought together by a manager and told what to do, how to act, and what to sing. How does that make you feel? It hurts, Dinah. Sure. None of us had ever met before Mr. Goldman shoved us all in his van and drove us to his compound and recording studio. And yeah, we were each given a binder that gave us a description of our character, and we never had any input on our look or what songs we get to sing, but I think that's pretty typical of people in the music business. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm only 14, but I feel like I know a thing or two about show business. We're living the dream right now, and it's great. They're right. We're having so much fun together, dancing and picking out clothes and doing our hair and makeup. Jimmy! Oh, and meeting lots of girls and having tons of sex on them. Tell us a little about your debut album that you're on tour promoting. Yeah, it's called Hashtag You're My Heart. It won like three Nickelodeon awards. Take that, One Direction! 
The songs range from ballads like Hashtag You're My Heart and Girl, You're My Everything to more clubby dance numbers like Hashtag I Heart Dancing and Girl, Let's Get Funky Hashtag On The Dance Floor. It's also a super social media savvy album. That's why six of the songs have hashtags in them. I can see that. Now, where did the name New Dimension come from? Oh, Mr. Goldberg told us that that's what we were going to be called. Dylan, that's why we never let you talk. Sorry. Reread your script, bro. I think Vince and Cody were talking about how we wanted our sound to be new and exciting, not like One Direction. Yeah, it's not just a direction. We're taking people on a journey with our music. To a new dimension. New, new, new dimension. dimension. Wow, that sounds great, guys. Would you be willing to sing something for us before you go? Oh, do you have auto-tune on that microphone? Dylan! Oh, I'm afraid I don't. They had auto-tune at NPR when we did our Tiny Desk concert. Shut up, man! Actually, Cody has a sore throat, and and he's like our main guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, ladies, but we still love you. New Dimension ain't nothing without our fans. Hashtag love you! (laughs) Thanks to all of you for taking the time today. Good luck on your tour. Thanks! That was my conversation with the boys from New Dimension. Their debut album is Hashtag You're My Heart, and it's in stores now. For Consider the Sound, I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. A special thanks today to Stephen Gray. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. They're right. We're having so much fun together, dancing and picking our clothes out and messing up lines and <laughs> shut. Okay. New, New, New Dimension. dimension. <laughs>